Grace and peace to you, my friends. Know that I miss seeing you in person all very much. The scripture that Bill read from Matthew 22 is most likely a familiar story to you. Growing up in the church, I have heard this story lots and lots of times. But this time, I got stuck on the second verse. The second verse shook me to my inner core. I'll tell you about it after I set the stage. Picture six men walking on a narrow road, socially distanced, six feet apart, all wearing masks. Okay, so maybe I added that part myself, but six men walking on a narrow road. The gold sunrise explodes behind them, stretching shadows ahead. Early morning chill has robes tight around them. Grass sparkles with diamonds of dew. The men's faces are eager, but common. Nothing out of the ordinary. Their leader is confident, but unknown. They call him rabbi. He looks more like a laborer. And well, he should, for he spent far more time building than teaching. But this week, the teaching has begun. So where are the men going? To the temple to worship? To the hills to pray? No one has told them, but they each have their own idea. John and Andrew, I believe, expect to be led into the desert, for that's where John the Baptist would have taken them to pray for days for them to meet the Messiah. But now the Messiah is here, and surely he will do the same. Philip, I'm guessing, was hoping this journey would take them all out of Galilee, out of Judea, into some far distant land. Peter has another opinion. Peter, we know, is a man of action, a roll-up-your-sleeves kind of guy. He likes the idea of going somewhere. God's people need to be going somewhere. He's taking us somewhere to preach, Peter is thinking to himself. And when Jesus finally speaks, the five men following him are surprised when Jesus says, we're going to a wedding. What? A wedding? There's laughter and dancing at a wedding. Don't we have teaching and preaching to do? Why on earth would you take us to a party? Well, the answer, I believe, is found in the second verse of the scripture for today. The kingdom of heaven is like a king who prepared a wedding banquet for his son. I imagine that when the bride and groom were putting together the guest list for the wedding celebration, Jesus' name was included. And when Jesus showed up with a group of friends, they all were welcomed. Whoever was hosting the party was happy to have Jesus present. But here's the twist. Do you really think that the host had said, 
Now be sure to invite Jesus. He really lightens up a party. Because that's not what I think. I don't believe that Jesus was invited because he's a celebrity. He wasn't one yet. The invitation was motivated by his miracles. He had not performed any miracles yet. So why did they invite him? I suppose they liked Jesus. Is that that such a big deal? I think it's a very big deal. It's a big deal that common folk in an unknown little town in the middle of nowhere enjoyed being with Jesus. I think it's a big deal that the Almighty didn't act all high and mighty. The Holy One wasn't holier than thou. The one who knew it all wasn't a know-it-all. But he could have been. Jesus could have been a name dropper. Did I ever tell you about the time Moses and I went up on the mountain? He could have been a show-off. I'm a star. In fact, I'm the one who made all the stars. Jesus could have been the most arrogant guest at the party, but he wasn't. His purpose was not to show off, but to show up. He had been in the company of angels and heard the harps of heaven, yet he still went to dinners thrown by tax collectors. And as a result, people liked him. Oh, sure, there, there were those who resented and ridiculed him. Who made you God? I guess I got stuck in the second verse of the scripture because it's about a wedding banquet. If the world was not turned upside down because of the COVID-19 pandemic, my family and I would be getting in the car this afternoon to drive to Orleans Cape Cod for our nephew's wedding celebration, postponed twice and now not scheduled until the summer of 2022. Yes, 2022. Many of you have had birthdays, graduations, weddings, baptisms, celebrations of life and loss look and feel so very different than you would have liked. Some of us have had to make decisions about sending our children back into school buildings. Some of us have had that choice taken away from us. None of us can deny the fear and grief in our hospitals and nursing care facilities and on the streets in our communities. So yes, I needed an escape for just a few moments on this Sabbath morning. I need to believe that there's a reason that Jesus went to a wedding of all places. 
It had to have been a tough season for this carpenter. Forty days in the desert, no food or water, a standoff with the devil, a week breaking in these rookie disciples. This could not have been easy. And I bet that a break would have been welcome by Jesus. A good meal with some good wine and some good friends. That doesn't sound so bad after all. But, oh wait, did I say good wine? Remember, the story goes on to say that the wine ran out. But here's the deal. I don't believe that Jesus went to the wedding to turn the water to wine. I think he did that as a favor for his friends. I don't believe that Jesus went to the wedding to preach. There's no record of any sermon at this event. So in my mind and heart, it really leaves only one reason. Fun. That's right, I said it. Fun. Jesus went to the wedding because he liked being around all the people that were gathered there. The good and the bad. And he needed a break. The freedom to enjoy a meal, an evening of joy, a hug, a chance to let somebody else run the world for just a while. So in spending time with this verse and in writing and sharing these words with you, I found myself for just once this week to be able to catch my breath. And I am 100% positive that I'll go back to hating that I don't have the answer when my daughters ask, when is this all going to end? I'm sure I'll return to being fearful and angry because of all the uncertainty and injustices that surround us, no matter how hard we try to be the good and faithful servants of our Lord Jesus Christ. I know I will continue to struggle with how to invite everyone to the table when it does not feel like that is the safe thing to do. But in this moment, in this very moment, I am just going to breathe. I'm going to enjoy being in the company of Jesus and of all of you. Amen.